0: Life on the road. It's booze, tacos, angry gorse, strippers, waving guns, and fees, fights, canceled flights, running with the runs, blacklists, bounce checks, great, a bachelorette, <laughs> Trunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle lights doing blow more, missing and merch, and drive and the, the rental car past another mega church, and juice
1: keys, and vagina fist, your cell phone is gone, one big law and order marathon. And it'll be fine.
2: Don't drop any names. That you don't want to say because we're rolling now got it all right
1: james Corden. <laughs> wow i just wow, dropped just it. dropping names out of the gate. i just all right that's the only <laughs> name i can drop. all right <laughs> steve right?
2: <laughs> i'm working for seth meyers next week hey thanks for tuning the road stories podcast everybody I'm your host uh murray valerian I'm part of the all things comedy network we're not at all things comedy tonight. We're back at back where it all began, I like to say, even though it didn't actually begin here. I like it here. <laughs> yeah, 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 I good. like it. You, l- your little back house. Uh, thank you.
1: It's like a cool man cave vibe to it.
2: Yeah, yeah. this is my uh, this is uh, this is my office. This is uh, I feel adult- like this is
1: where you go if you get in
0: trouble with your wife where she's like, that. you know where you're sleeping. Wow. That's a Murphy bed. Is that a Murphy bed? Really? A Murphy that is a good bed. looking Murphy
1: bed. I was thinking the same thing because you have like a, a toothbrush and in there and shit. Yeah, like, yeah. You're like, I you know what? I can hold up out here for a while if you're mad this at me. This is an easily an $85 Airbnb.
2: Oh, totally. I like to call it a Murray bed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was thinking about Airbnb, what I could get for it in case something horrifically if you it, know, it like happens to my family yeah. and my wife and kid are somehow
0: no the longer modern in the picture. Day of yeah. Things aren't
1: going according to plan. <laughs> yeah, I was
2: like, I wonder how much I could get for an Airbnb you could on do this thing. Probably more than
1: eighty five because you got the pool. If you allow pool access, this part yeah. of town. Yeah, mean, yeah. you can uh, bump this I up to hundred easy. Oh, a yeah. few
2: minutes from the beach. Yeah, oh, yeah. right there. Oh, 125 twenty so. five, maybe. Yeah, I think so. I was thinking, uh, rent wise, month maybe a grand. Oh, like renting to like a a poor comic or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Ryan McKee Mm -hmm. maybe or Ron Babcock perhaps.
0: Well maybe it's a little tiny with the Listen, I
1: throw in internet. You don't have a kitchen in here though. No. So that would be the if biggest you, drawback. But yeah. if he
0: got in like, if he got like a mini fridge and a hot plate, the kind of person who would sleep in the place with a Murphy slash Murray bed, yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're exactly going to be cooking Thanksgiving dinner. You know That's what I mean? It's That's what be I'm a thinking. Lot of ramen. That's, That's what I'm thinking. But if you they had all it. that stuff here, yeah. you know, I don't know. Well, you know, what
2: I could do I could probably over that space over there put a little. Uh, little like little mini stove would you call it? what do you call it oh Remember. yeah just like one of those like kind of
0: not a camping stove but one of those like kind of hot plates
2: yeah but maybe a little more maybe build it put Ooh. a you got you to you got to you got to spend money to make money so i'm so i'm thinking maybe put
0: in a little stove top listen what about this Ryan's gonna get divorced. Okay. I'm gonna break up with my girlfriend. We're what? gonna get bunk beds. We're both gonna live here. Bunk, bunk Murray beds? Yeah, bunk Murray beds. <laughs> bunk Murray. Did they make them? <laughs> we, 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 because if they we'll figure it out. We'll if they figure do it do. out. <laughs> uh it'll be like one of those weird seats that folds down and the other one folds down over that. Yeah. Eight fifty. We'll write our second fifty dollars it fifty.
2: Well then I gotta charge utilities.
0: All right, we'll pay the thirty five bucks a month. We're oh, in. Yeah.
2: Oh, fucking DWP on the side is Anyway, we'll, we'll get into that. Guys,
0: oh, man. thank
2: you so, so you guys much. don't want to
0: listen about DWP rates? Jeez, man. I, get just, I just paid. I got, a, I got a type five on the DWP.
1: Actually, let me go get my bill. We can go <laughs> yeah. add, <guys> through it.
2: Oh, <laughs> um, um look, uh, listen, I got some things to say up front, but before I do, I want to reintroduce uh, the comedians joining me today. Uh, Ryan McKee, who I just met for the first time tonight, Hello. as you walked up uh, to the guest house, I thank you so much for coming. But I know your name. We must be friends on Facebook, or could be follow each other on Twitter or something. I've or been around a maybe long you're time. just yeah. so famous in the Los Angeles
1: stand up scene. Wouldn't say that, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll give yeah. you the my name the gets video. around sometimes right. for better or worse. Okay, good.
2: And then coming back uh, again is Ron Babcock. The Thanks. man with the feng shui um, mentality. Yeah,
0: you know, I got I g I, I love your vibe. I, right. I, I was telling I was telling him before. I was like, all this shit, like this Martha Stewart, be- Better Homes and Gardens, like this shit's my jam. I had no idea. Yeah, and you're like, uh, my wife does it. Oh, I like yeah, tell did. her she's doing great.
1: Yeah, I feel like you might not be able to get rid of him tonight after this. It'll just be like looking through all your rooms. Yeah, if you oh got, if you gosh. want to talk
0: about like duvet covers, like I'm your guy.
2: Uh, yeah, he was like pointing out. What did you call him? The Cabinets? Oh, your floating credenzas? <laughs> yeah, floating yeah. I'm credenzas.
0: I'm like, oh, that's a, that's not hard pull to pull off, and it looks good. It looks effortless.
2: We actually have a very
1: good, I don't even uh, know what
2: a credenza is. Very good cabinet maker who made them, who is also in a band, and invited me to go see his band play tomorrow night.
0: That's cool. That I like how you only employ people who are also in bands. <laughs> Wait,
2: hold on. I don't employ people. <laughs> don't make
1: Wait, most people in L.A. are also in bands. Yeah, yeah. my
2: hairstylist yeah. is also in a band. <laughs> or how about a comic? Like I went to see The Tubes the other night,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: I was talking to the drummer, and you guys know who Bobby Slayton is? Can't yeah. You? All right. So Bobby was on the podcast before, and he came up in San Francisco, and he was on just a couple months ago, and he used to open for The Tubes, and he's friends with Feeway Bill and all those guys from The Tubes. And he's like, Mark. Tell him Bobby said hello. Sorry, I couldn't make it. I made dinner plans. Fucking, I'm an asshole. You know, Bobby Slayton, typical Bobby Slayton. So I was talking to the drummer, Prairie, and I said, Oh, yeah, uh, Bobby said he couldn't make it tonight. You know, everybody he apologizes. And he's like, Oh, yeah, Bobby's great. Are you a comic? Yeah. And this girl I'm standing next to goes, Oh, I'm a comic too. And I just looked at her. I was like, No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. How long have you been doing it? Yeah, like a year. She was doing oh, it. Like so a year. Yeah, yeah. So she still thinks of herself as a. Kind of, but that's what I've been doing. My wife's been out of town. My kid's been out of town this last week. So I've been. Is this bachelor in it? It is. I played a lot of poker. Nice. Surfed. Uh, drank too much last night. Uh, what other stereotypical
0: dad stuff can you do when your wife's away? I, don't know. Uh, I think he's nailed it so far. Thank yeah. you. Thank you,
1: Ryan. Thank yeah. you very
2: much. Just buy yeah, a yeah. bunch of
1: shirts without her approval. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what, 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 Tommy Did Bahama you, shirts. <laughs> yeah. Did you uh, Facebook stock any ex- exes or No, no,
2: no, 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 no.
1: Oh, Ryan, what do you do when yeah, your, your wife's out of town? Not that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I did go, but um, two concert I'm going to see, uh, the Tubes on Saturday night, and I'm going to see the Old Ninety Sevens with Greg Barrett tomorrow night. So, I'm oh, excited that'll about be fun. That. Yeah, it's a. It's Remember when a good
0: we one. came out to L.A. like before we moved out here? We came out to the Old Largo, and we watched yeah. we watched Greg Barrett's uh, bring the rock show. Yeah, it was that's so a funny. great show. First we first we yeah, talk, uh, then we rock. That yes,
1: was probably fifteen years. No,
0: that was like 13 a, years ago. No, I was about. We've Clubbing only been room. doing it for 13 years. So that was probably, that was about 10 years ago. Okay. But I remember that was like one of our first, I still remember the one bit. I thought it was so fun. remember the dude, he was in the barbershop quartet and he came dressed as a barbershop yeah. quartet, but he was the only one who arrived. <laughs> so the bit was like, all oh, the other guys got, well, they got broke down, right. but he's like, but on with the show. So he just did his part <laughs> oh, of the barbershop amazing. quartet. That's and so we were like, on the fucking floor because oh, it awesome. just he's silent most of the time sure then he's sure like, bottom and then he, <laughs> i was like at that point that's when i was like i got really excited to move to la yeah we, were, we started in phoenix and i was like i
1: had never seen anything like so clever right
2: like yeah yeah that, that bring the rock show it was great so tell me about starting off in phoenix Fe- are you from phoenix
1: uh yes i'm from arizona
0: pacing I'm from, from I'm
1: from northern arizona right okay there. is that your flag stuff? It is.
0: It's closer Mm. to like, aren't you close to Winslow?
1: No, it's about the same distance from... Wait,
2: Flagstaff, Arizona, then Winslow. Do we forget Winona? No, I'm from... (laughs) (laughs) It's 66. I'm an old person.
1: (laughs) Payson, Arizona is about two hours northeast of Phoenix and about two hours hours east of Flagstaff. Two hours. I feel waver. like they, yeah, it's like two hours from everything. I feel like
2: they should have gone through that in like Silverado in that movie, that Western or something. Somebody has got, had to have gone through Payson. It's a real hell or high
0: water kind of there town. There you go, hell or high yeah. water. Right, high water Ron's common. younger than Ryan me. Right, took me there, <laughs> and like I remember the first time you took me there, and like you know you always give people like a tour of the town. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was about twelve minutes. Yeah, <laughs> and so I was, I was like, like, this is where, and I'm from the Scranton, point. Pennsylvania, oh, and I was like, this is where you're from,
1: and he's like, yeah. Yeah. and he's just would, one bar, that one Indian casino outside of town that you that can go. Strip club at. with the cow on top of the sign. That's actually in Star Valley, which is not technically in Payson, but yes, it, <laughs> it's close enough that there. But there is a strip club with a large cow on the sign because it used to be a steakhouse, but they didn't want to change no, the no. sign. Cost more to take up than yeah. to, <laughs> to take down than just keep it up there. What is better than a strip club with a cow sign? We
0: used to perform at that. That was like our first big road gig.
2: Was the strip was, club cow? No, no, <laughs> no, 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 we, we used way. to go oh, to the Indian, it in the Indian Casino. I was going to say, there and, must have been stand-up at the Indian Casino. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we would go there, and we were in a duo. Haven't the Indians suffered enough?
1: <laughs> Seriously.
0: <laughs> Ryan would come home, and like the it was like a local boy comes home and makes good. And, yeah. like the entire and this was like town, a year
1: in, so I wasn't making it that good either. But
0: <laughs> the entire <laughs> town would come out to see Ryan, and his. they would call me his partner, Ryan. On, and I'd be like, <laughs> comedy partner, and but we would go as a duo, so we would each like do like like twenty minutes of solo stand up and just eat a dick, right. which
1: we did not have. And then oh no no no, <laughs> and
0: then we would do our duo stuff, which was actually kind of fun because it was just us fucking around on it was stage. The okay.
1: Energy, yeah. so
0: people just people actually really liked the duo stuff. Yeah, yeah. But we would just do the whole night. What did we get paid for that? Like we two hundred dollars. It felt like. And we thought we were just like it felt like
1: a year in two hundred bucks. We were just like you know
0: you could just like we were like we
1: felt bad almost like you you could
0: just give us one fifty that's fair (laughs) and they
1: gave us dinner yeah and we could stay at my parents so that was like we were like we, we were like man boy we got this comedy
0: thing figured
1: out <laughs> and then people would buy his drinks afterwards because they're like i haven't seen you since oh sure cool. yeah. his friends would buy me so many drinks that i
0: pa- i remember i passed, out, passed the bar. out in the bar one. like as i was drinking i just passed really? out really
1: yeah He just, just kept
0: buying me sh- i don't I, I mean, even back then when i was a kid i was like i don't like doing shots this yeah, uh, like uh, shots
1: this really. this cowboy hick type guy whose name is he's got a great cowboy name bo hill am i gonna have to bleep that hill no, he won't hear this. He doesn't understand technology. All right. Uh,
2: um, uh, all lawsuits from Bowhill Hill go to Ryan an McKee. 150 he doesn't get it. <laughs> and,
1: and I'm not going to say anything bad about him, but he... They got talk, don't talk, really, shit, don't he talk, really talk shit took about a my liking, He really took a liking to Ron. He took a shot and in this guy. He kept <laughs> buying Ron shots to do shots of whiskey with him. And Ron got like three or four in, and then just passed out on the table like it.
0: i had been drinking already the whole evening oh, okay all right but
1: like and then he came over to me and also like, i'm a fragile flower no, a he, came over to me and he was like your partner passed out <laughs> like, comedy partner
0: <laughs> i remember we used to have like we would go up there a lot though and we were like we would always like try and bring new stuff because we knew the same people kept coming sure back. yeah 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 so we should always do these like crazy ass we used to do like I remember like weird. Remember that like remember that one bit we did where I, I would come out like naked halfway through. It was like <laughs> that weird like you had a flip chart and yeah. you would flip things and I would act them out. And at one point I would just like run across like kind of naked, right? Except the only thing is like that would work in a comedy club with like wings. It'd be like, okay, this is shock. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, wow, sure. he's naked. And then I'd run back, put my clothes on. But when you're doing it in like
1: a, an a indie casino bar <laughs> Where in an no, Indian casino. was there no we wings. Like no main stage. It was like a small... Very small stage in the corner of the bar. It was an
0: it was a, like the comedy show show showed up called Afterthought. Right. You know, like it wasn't what people were there for. And so you just see me like by somebody playing slots, like taking off my pants and
1: shirt. And then people looking at me I'm like, it's for a bit. And it
0: just was like, oh God, it was the worst. And
1: and 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 we would have the conversation. We're like, ah, we can't do this. There's not the space. We're like we don't have any other material <laughs> we need to do this, this is bit. all we've written so far you have to do the naked bit and then yeah. it kills <laughs> like
0: you people love it. <laughs> it, it, it you know in context I think that's what comedy does is it gives you a wonderful context of information where when you first start out yeah you think you're like well man I just killed that shit right and then you do it for five years and you're like oh I've been terrible this whole <laughs> time
2: because <laughs> then you have your first real good show and you're like oh right. that's what this is or you revisit an early tape yeah i've done that where i'm like like uh, auditioning from some late night talk show and i couldn't believe why i didn't get it and then like i'd revisit it a couple years later i'm like oh oh that's that's why why. why." i
0: have like i have like 70 mini dv tapes all from our like first two years of doing stand-up i was like i did um video stuff in college so oh, okay, i was sure. like just a maniac about mm-hmm. taping ourselves and we would watch them back then and i have put them into my video camera and to like watch again yeah. and like i press play and it pops on and it just i can't even i can't get over what i was wearing i, I just have <laughs> to stop nothing. based on
1: that have you <laughs> thought about just like sending all those to some company that digitize them yeah so you don't have to watch them so then, i don't but have to watch them still have it I, yeah, that's actually a really good we idea. Should talk about this we should off about the air. This. Yes, and how we can
0: uh, handle the. Cops I have all that. the equipment. I have all the know-how. I have the storage space. <laughs> just don't want to do it. I just you don't want to sit through it. Oh god, what was the what was one of the worst like early comedy
2: bits that you did?
0: <laughs> that I
2: did or we did?
0: That you did? No, he's throwing, I know he's, he's throwing you
2: under the bus right now. Oh, I'll throw myself under the bus right after you. This is for you too. Uh, uh, oh, they've heard. Like, what's my the, listeners have heard? My fucking. Garbage, That's, so
1: many times. Yeah, I mean, there's so, uh, there was so many, but I so I know that I just told this story recently, and so it pops them in. Mind. So it was like within the first year we were doing it, and then I I discovered Eugene Merman, mm. and I had, and this was like before social media was like very bit. It, there was like hardly any social media, and there was not much in the way of content on the internet even and i had found his album or his early album or something and he had one joke on there and i i'm gonna probably butcher it but it goes uh you know what you can never pick up a child and run with it no matter how many times you say just kidding <laughs> <laughs> on the street or something like that again i bet it. so i, I that right, I right. the, was that from the like the absurd nightclub yeah, comedy yeah, and... yeah, i think so and and i just stole it <laughs> what i just straight <laughs> like i was like you know what i bet nobody would know and i did it at a couple i never knew this yeah yeah no wasn't oh. something i brought stories exclusive right here i did it a couple times it got a okay response and then i felt guilty about it and stopped so i never did it again i um i used to do this bit
0: where i would just yell at the audience i'm like
2: do you guys like sex?
0: And everyone would <laughs> and be like, voice, woo, yeah. yeah. And I'd be like, does this side of the audience like sex? And I'm like, well, does this side like it even more? And I just would like really drop my fucking shoulder into this yeah. and put all this the mustard was on it. Five minutes. This was just like, go, but do you guys? And just and then the big reveal would be, oh yeah, I've never had it. Oh right. And it was like because I was like a late bloomer, I was a virgin like forever. Right. And so my late, late had bloomer, all might be an <laughs> real late bloomer. Like how late? Uh, last flower picked in the uh, twenty six.
2: Oh,
0: yeah, and then I went crazy.
2: Yeah, and just plowing it, but just, just crushed pussy, crush bro. <laughs> Candy Crush.
0: those so many flower beds. <laughs> but I remember like doing that bit and I remember thinking like, all right, get my first killer bit. Yeah, and like, I like the top. I just cannot fathom the idea of like watching that on tapes again and be like, you stupid son of a bitch. Yeah. The nice thing is that the, 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 the here's the silver lining uh-huh. for me is that nobody ever remembers anything.
2: <laughs> That's true.
0: Like the great classics that have been written throughout history. Mm-hmm. I read some of them. I don't even remember them. Right, right. Nobody remembers anything ever. So right. all the things that we're embarrassed about, it's like we're the only ones who remember them.
2: Yeah, I remember... For the <laughs> most part.
1: <Except> Some <laughs> of your friends who like to bring certain
0: like
2: things, to bring things up. up. Yeah, because I, yeah, I, I, I stressed out about doing a show at the Irvine Improv because I hadn't been there in a year, and I was like, oh my God, I, don't, I have to have new materials, so I just worked out, you know? <laughs> and then I got down there and I did this, and then people were like, hey, how come you didn't do that one bit I like? And how come you didn't do that? Nobody, rem- like, they want to see it again or they don't remember. Yeah, they and they like seeing like the, the one bit they do remember. They enjoy yeah. seeing that again. They're yeah, like, yeah, I like that
0: bit. Yeah. And you're like, oh, is that I, okay?
2: I don't think I ever told, but I you asking that question, I remember my first favorite bit that I thought I was just oh this is, this is my stairway to heaven this bit right here, <laughs> and it was about it was kind of oh because it was like 19 minutes long yeah <laughs> and it was stolen from another band <laughs> or another comic <laughs> and it was about going to a kids party and having and they had a Darth Vader there and I thought oh it was really cool to see Darth Vader but then he started to do his act and how did it go it was like it's like uh Darth Vader comes out and all dressed in black and goes, oh, sh- come to the dark side and get a balloon animal. Squeak, squeak, squeak. <laughs> and, I would do, and I did this for like five minutes and I loved it. And it never worked.
0: And <laughs> people just, <laughs> just were like people were just like first I tested of all, audiences' patience all over the country with this bit.
2: <laughs> first of all, this is before the, the uh next three episodes of Star Wars. So Star mm-hmm. Wars was like kind of like what? what? Star Wars, you know. Yeah. So just
0: wasn't as much in the cultural vernacular yeah, of yeah, the time. Yeah, now it's. Hey, but now you bring that bit Dude, back. i bring man. it back. Are you
2: kidding? After yeah, yeah. the response it just got right now, forget about yeah, closing man. with it in Seattle
1: May Fourth opening and closing. Yeah, I feel like you didn't really put your shoulder into it when you were just presenting it to us. I, so well, I think in my it might defense,
2: work. I. Never heard the phrase, put your shoulder into it until tonight. Really? Yeah. yeah so maybe I, I did that. That's like my go to phrase. Yeah. That says and says mustard on sex it. With his Put lady. mustard on Yeah. It? I always
0: put my shoulder into it when <laughs> I'm having sex with my lady. <laughs> I,
1: mean, I right. mean, you tell her to put her shoulder in it. She has it. a
0: cavernous vagina. So I got to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's the put? How do you do you put mustard on it? You know, when you like put some mustard on it, you know, like, you know. Drop your shoulder to it. Oh, okay. They're interchangeable. I got it now. Put but a little hot sauce on it. But like when somebody's like kind of phoning something in, I'm like, come on, man, put some mustard on it. You uh, know, so it gets that zing. Yeah. Am I, the, am I the only
1: one who does this? You are from the 1920s. I yeah.
0: I, <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like I was like. You were
1: born in the wrong era. I feel sure. like
0: I was 22 for three weeks and then I turned 35. <laughs> like I always felt much more comfortable being older than younger. I think it's cuz we're in Scranton there's nothing but old people. Right. I've never been to Scranton. Um it's hot. It really? It's a hot happening place. Now not where really. are we? No, we're
2: in Pennsylvania by the way when I drove out to Los Angeles from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. The majority of that drive was Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's that, that is a long fucking state.
0: I know. It is like, because you, you get out of New Jersey and you're like, we're making great time. Yeah. And then Pennsylvania hits, and that
1: just never it's like, ends. I think it
2: was like six hours to it's drive a across kind of like or something like that. Six ish hours, yeah, depending yeah.
1: on how much you stop. It's the Texas of the Northeast. Yes. <laughs> it's, <laughs> the, it's
2: the Texas of
0: states. It's, um, it's uh, Scranton is two hours west of New York and two hours north of Philly. It's a good place to grow up. It's oh, like right. uh you know it's like a kind of rust belt, but there's a lot of like a lot of good people from Scranton. It's it's like a I love going home. Yeah, good Ryan, good coal mining stock. Good coal mining stock. You oh, liked good. when you came out and visited. Good for them, it. good for the I coal wouldn't miners. Love, today. I would
1: love to live there, but I enjoy visiting. It's
0: you know what are, you know what the first time I went to Cleveland, mm-hmm. I got along really like I really like the city of Cleveland mm-hmm. because it reminds me a lot of it's like a, a Scranton that has it its shit together. Wait, Cleveland?
2: Yeah, yeah, I think Cleveland
0: like, like Cleveland is like uh, if Scranton had, was firing on all cylinders, uh-huh. that's Cleveland. My, so for me, it was like I like those cities are very similar to me.
2: My aunt and uncle and their family moved to Cleveland uh, around Christmas time. So they put all their stuff in the U-Haul and all their Christmas and everything got to their house in Cleveland at night. Said we'll unload, you know, we'll start unloading tomorrow, went in their house, went to bed, woke up and the truck was empty.
1: Oh no! That's on (laughs) them. (laughs) You don't leave your truck in Cleveland. Yeah, man, it sounds like they're way too trusting.
0: (laughs) Wow, the whole thing was empty. I don't think just just Uh, bare, man, just bare. Because that that's a process that takes like a. That well, doesn't happen in ten minutes. Probably
2: eight hours. That's what usually people sleep, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: that was like people just—that was like a full work day. They were yeah. like
3: clocked
2: in. <laughs> they're like, let's rob this truck. Clocked
0: out. Listen, let's just take everything, take it back, see what's worth. The
1: yeah, rest yeah. of it, we'll just throw away. Uh, what,
2: wait, what's the club in Cleveland?
1: There, there's a hilarities, and then there's an improv. That's it.
2: Didn't there used to be a Jokers or or am I thinking Dayton?
1: Could have been maybe. I don't know. Yeah, my wife's from Cleveland. That's why I know. Oh, okay. do you remember when we moved out to
0: L.A.? Like we were doing the making the jump out here. We were all yeah. like so excited. From where? Ah, uh, from Phoenix. Oh, okay. we lived in Tempe. We were moving over the July Fourth weekend. All right. Which we found out was one of the worst times to move because mm-hmm. all, the, all the rental trucks are uh, <laughs> all the rental trucks are rented. We I'm finally got. Course. We finally got one, and I remember we were all packed up. Yeah. We.
1: Thought nobody would be renting rental trucks like, because it was July the holiday. 4th, what can, are they moves over the house? Yeah, what are they rent for? Yeah, yeah. But apparently a lot of people time do. to move. All right. Because it's kind of right at the
0: beginning of the month well, or whatever. But I remember we had like that this the most crestfallen moment when like we put everything. It was like we didn't have any stuff, but man, when you move, you're like, holy shit, we got a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And we put all our stuff in the mattresses, the desks, the cat, everything. And then at one point I go to him, I'm like, hey man, did you pack the kitchen? And he's like, I, I thought. You pack the kitchen, <laughs> and then we just walked over to the kitchen and just opened the the cupboards, and it was just all like the most f- plates and glasses right. and all the fragile shit. And you're like,
2: oh, fuck!"
0: <laughs> I yeah. moved
2: out here doing. I did the whole start it over. I'm like, I'm going to bring Spurned the essentials and bring the essentials, and I'm just going to get it when I get there. That's nice.
0: probably smarter, yeah, to be yeah. honest.
2: Yeah, I think a, a guitar, a skateboard, some clothes. Where'd you grow up? New Jersey. Okay. I'm originally from Tennessee, but I grew up in New Jersey. Oh, that's Jersey. right.
0: So you drove all the way out here from New Jersey? hmm That's nice. I, li- I like, uh, we drove out here from Phoenix. I think we moved to L.A. because it seemed easier than New York, just because L.A. was closer. Oh,
1: absolutely. And it was. And I we actually, actually knew people out here. We didn't know anybody in New York. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: but the, d- the week we moved out here, we got offered full-time positions in New York for Cracked.
1: Oh, really? Cracked to just started back. Oh, right, start, right. And we were
0: like, there's no way that's going to be a thing. Cracked.com. And, we, and yeah, then yeah. we turned them down. <laughs> and yeah, we made a lot of really bad decisions. Oh, we all have. Yeah.
2: We all have. Yeah, I I, I picked Los Angeles because New York was too close to me. So uh, I figured like, oh, I could bail really easily and be home. Oh, you that's know what actually, I mean? That's a good point. Yeah. And be home. I could, move, I could move home in 20 minutes. <laughs> you know? It's like a train ticket. Yeah, it's a train ride home. So I, I just went. Well, and the reason, and the other thing, the reason is uh, probably was I remember when I was telling people I was moving to LA, they're like, yeah, see you in six months. Oh, wow. Good luck out there. Yeah, you'll be back by Christmas. See, there's yeah. a guy who was a dick to me. The When I
0: moved here, I, I got PA work on a music video. Mm-hmm. and um, One guy was a dick to you? you <laughs> this one, this old guy, I still like remember him. He had this, this old ass dude and I, he was like something getting all the extras to sign the paperwork and I was supposed mm-hmm. to help him keep track of it. And he was like small talking to me. He's like, Oh, yeah, you just move out here? All right. You know what? Half of people who move out here move back the first year. And that the whole time, whenever he saw me, he right. just went, Half the people who move out. <laughs> and I'm like, Why are you being like the big? I had just gotten here. Right. And the only thing. His way of connecting with me was like, most people fail.
1: <laughs> yeah. And what survey was he quoting? <laughs> how, how did he have this like information? <laughs> I'm like, that's
2: fine. But
0: can I just help
2: you with the fucking
1: paperwork?
2: <laughs> so wait, where, where did, when did you spend time in Minneapolis? Ron my, oh, I go. My brother lives there. Oh, okay.
0: And I'll go uh, play some small rooms there okay. once in a while. And uh, I did Acme once. Yeah. Old Cy Amundsen's a buddy of mine, and he's like, that's
2: his oh, hood yeah, up there. Cy, yeah, yeah,
0: And so, like, uh, but I'll try and get work up there. And my brother lives up there. Oh, Plus, okay. Minneapolis is just a rad city.
2: It is a cool town, right? Yeah. I haven't spent much time there. I've never been.
0: It's really cool. It's a really fun town. Do you know the most uh, little fun fact?
2: Oh, fun. we like uh, fun facts. Most
0: amount of urban bike trails in North America,
1: Minneapolis. Oh. I thought you said that fact was fun. Wow. Ooh. Classic Ryan Byrne.
2: Just jeez! Oh, my God. You guys go ahead. Phones are. Let's pause. High. Let's Nobody pause. Everybody take a breath. Effect. We'll be back in a second. All right, we're back. <laughs> that, was, that was a quick second. <laughs> that was a fast second. How long were you in
1: New York for? You just got back, didn't you? Uh Nearly eight years. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I wish I moved to New York for a few years. Really? Yeah. I kind of feel like a few years is fine. Eight years was too long for me.
0: Yeah. You called me. I remember the day where you're like, you know what today is? And I had no idea. And you're like, I've officially lived in New York longer than I lived in L.A. Oh. And I was like, whoa, that's because you went through such a you seem to go like you, it was tough in the beginning.
1: And then you fucking loved it. And then you were over it. Yeah. So
2: so basically a New Yorker.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quick. I mean, quick history is like I was living out here for three years, met my now wife. Uh, We dated for six months. Uh She got a job in New York. Six Uh months, she was in Hawaii. Well, she, not technically, but yeah, she was on the road a lot for her job. Okay. And so I would see her sporadically. Dated for six months that way, got a job in New York. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to follow you. Right. Because she's like, we could either, you could either move to New York or we could break up. And I'm like, I've always wanted to live in New York. Let's do it. Had no plan, no savings, nothing. Moved out there. That was about that was two thousand eight. When then everything like, just <laughs> the plummeted. Worst took the time. yeah. It took so the big shit. any leads I had on jobs or right. anything evaporated. Yeah, and suddenly I was just thousands and thousands of dollars in debt. Living with this girl I barely knew, fighting with her all the time because New York's super stressful. Couldn't and get any shows. Oh, You've the standup known scene in New- six months. The standup <laughs> yeah. scene in New York is also really welcoming to newcomers.
0: Oh yeah, 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 open arms. Yeah. I think. But here's yeah, the thing: I like like, when thing? I would
1: when I was living in New LA and I would go out there to visit I would get all these shows Uh because I was like the guy from LA and I knew a couple people and so they would put me on some good shows and then when you move out there they're like yeah get to the back of the line right (laughs) you know or we could maybe give you a date in three months right you know so so yeah I did not like it at first got my feet under me liked it and then just got burnt out on it yeah yeah I I know
2: I know a dude who just like a good comic who just moved out there well within the last year and it's just following his posts, it's like he's starting over. Yeah, no, yeah. Really and, and this dude was pretty established.
0: I think that's a. I mean, I think that's the same thing when you move out here. You know, you're yeah. usually like the big guy in your scene, and you come out here, and some people can handle it, right? And some people do. I know so many people who moved out here; they just cannot handle not being the funniest dude. Fifty percent. Fifty percent, bro. Fifty
1: percent, bro. 50%, bro. Can't handle not being the biggest guy in their scene. Uh, Can't handle not being the big dog. I think it would have been good to move to
0: New York, though. Like, I just feel like... I don't know spending a couple of years there being humbled and just like kind of grinding yeah you know it's harder once what, you're LA in la didn't
1: humble you enough
0: <laughs> I just feel like oh big work. head run here he comes again <laughs> but no like in la like when i used to do like two or three shows a night it was like not the norm like three shows a night was like holy shit Seriously, when did happens? you do three shows a night <laughs> yeah and where in new york it's like oh you do that all the time right but i think now it's like as soon as you get into like a relationship i think that's it's just it. like no that's not yeah. gonna happen yeah man.
1: that's I think well, it's I was, even harder to do that now. I mean, you people used to say you could do four or five shows a night. There's so many comics now. That's what I'm saying. Good I mean. luck. Right. You wait around for three hours to get like three minutes. So yeah, yeah. it's not like that. And I anymore. feel like it's that core
2: New York scene who does the five shows a night.
1: Yeah, you have to be like <laughs> you know, a name like to be
2: able Gary to do that. Gary Goldman's yeah. and Greg Rigel, all those guys who've yeah. been there for a year, Dan Natterman, all those guys who've been
1: there for, you know, decades and decades. Yeah. They're the yeah. ones going from people club who are to like cast at all the clubs and they can just walk yeah, in yeah. And get yeah, because it out. is.
0: It is. I remember, like, when we started doing stand-up like ten years ago. It it was interesting, but it. I don't think it was cool, like at all. I yeah.
3: don't. No, it wasn't cool. Like yeah, it yeah. was.
0: It was interesting. People right. did, but it wasn't cool. And then in the last like four years, I think stand-up all of a sudden became cool. Yeah. You know, and I think the Netflix specials and to make it. It brings it to a wider YouTube, audience. Think and it, now yeah, yeah. YouTube
2: had a huge thing. I think. Yeah,
0: and you have a lot of people who are like. It's it's cool now, and there's so many more comics than there used to be.
2: Well, they're calling it the second comedy boom, Ryan. I don't know if you heard that. I have not heard. You that. You haven't read that? That is yeah. the second comedy boom. Really? Yes. I have not heard that
0: either. Are you
1: trying to get that started, or is that you're saying it <laughs> yeah. in a way that <laughs> second comedy? You're you either sarcastic I never heard this, or... but I was on Road Stories, <laughs> and they were calling it the second comedy boom.
2: <laughs> Trademark Murray Valeriano. Uh, Murray. No, that's what, guess. That's what they said. I mean, no, I it know,
1: seems like it. I, I believe I know, that. I mean, because. It was insane when I moved back out here from New York. I always thought of New York as like, or LA as like, yeah, there was a lot of comics. But if you hung out long enough, mm-hmm. you pretty much felt like you had a sense of who everybody was, at least their face, right? You know. And now, forget it. There's so many comics, so many different. Oh, models. I look at
2: a, at a lineup on Facebook, and, yeah. out, and I and I pretty much, I've lived my whole adult life out here. I've been in comedy for a long time in various. I look at a lineup. And I'm like, I don't know anybody on yeah. this.
0: Yeah, but know, then anybody. part of me wonders, like, am I not going out as much? Because I used to go out every single night. Right, sure. And now it's like, well, don't do that as much anymore.
2: I mean, at what point, and this is turning into the bitching about comedy podcast as opposed to the Road Stories podcast for a minute, but at what point is driving across, this is what I say to myself, driving across town to 12 Shiny nickels when it was in Los Feliz for five minutes at midnight, what am I getting out of that? Yeah. I nah, mean, not a lot.
1: So, Well, even more than that, you'd be waiting around. Like, yeah, there's there's, there's way more comics here now, even if you don't go out enough, because I've gone out to open mics and you'll wait around for three hours and your name won't get drawn and you still don't get a spot. That right. never happened with, when we moved out here. There would be like eight to 12 people like signed up for open mic. Yeah, it's exploded.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's just so much more and there's so many more shows and it's like whenever anything explodes there's so much more good stuff but there's so much more bad stuff and no matter what medium there's always more bad than good. There's more bad paintings than good paintings in the world. There's more <laughs> Yo, bad songs than good songs. You think so. There is an infinite amount of bad comedy. Oh you know how much bad improv there is?
3: Well compared to good all improv. It?
0: <laughs> oh I it right oh. take another second guys.
2: <laughs> Been another burn. <laughs> I got a burn. I'm learning from Ryan McKee. I'm,
0: I'm learning.
3: From the best. I'm learning from wow. the best. Uh,
2: well I always said uh, I would rather be in a bad improv show than watch a bad improv show
3: (laughs) oh yeah so
2: uncomfortable to watch man i'd rather just
1: be on stage so i I could like man i don't know i could could go either way on that one (laughs) that's my
0: theory of how you know what you're supposed to do is by what you're okay with like watching the bad version of that thing Uh, like i had got it bad improv man watching it was just watch it the work, but bad stand-up, I'm like, pull up a fucking chair, <laughs> pour yeah. myself a drink, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Tell me what you think about women. And I just love it. I can watch bad stand-up like all night long. Really? And I would yeah. much
1: rather be in a horror like a stand-up set that's going horribly than in an improv show that's going horribly. Because there's nothing worse than like looking across <laughs> at your partners. And seeing this lost <laughs> look, and like, and you know, you're giving them the same lost look. No, no, no,
0: you go first. At least,
1: the, you're like, oh man, I don't know who's gonna start who, and like, at least when you're in a set, you're like, I'm bombing, but at least I know what I'm saying McKinney. next, or at least I can like point at some of the audience and I can call still them turn fat it around. or something, yeah.
2: The comedy duo of McKee and Babcock must have had a couple of blank stares back then. We had plenty of blank
1: stares. But that was a little different than improv because that felt better. Like we knew what we were doing in our set. And if we had a bad set, we would come off. And I would always think it went way worse than it went. And he would always think it went way better. But
0: going into the set. I would always be like, I don't think this is going to turn out that good. And I and it was be like, going to be amazing. we're going to fucking change the world tonight. Like she would go in with an unbelievable. So of course, so we our kind sides, of always
1: evened each other they, out But out. it never
0: met your ex, your unbelievable expectations of ourselves. Yeah. And I just was like, we're
1: going to bomb. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we did. So we did it did feel better out. if you bombed to at least bomb alongside somebody.
2: I guess you can share the burden with that, right? Yeah. What What else besides the Indian Casino? What was the Indian Casino called? Uh, Matazelle.
1: Matazel casino. Okay. We
0: what did a-
2: all the in- we did the Indian
0: casino circuit in oh. Phoenix pretty hard. So we did
1: pretty we did a lot around Arizona of yeah. Indian casinos.
0: We went, remember we went on like a month long. We mo- remember we moved to LA and then we immediately went on like tour. Right. "Quote unquote" tour for sure. like a month where well, we, we went, we went to
3: out to e-
1: the East Coast. We went. We did like the Boston Comedy Festival, and then we, we stayed. And we did the U- University of Scranton.
0: It was my alma mater. It was our oh, first college gig. Nice. I remember we got paid eight hundred dollars, and we we felt like we stole it, man. We were the and we did. We did <laughs> see that. We did oh, not do it. It was on that you know our big show. It was on the night of the Friends finale. <laughs> <laughs> So like we show like literally no one is there and they're like do you mind Ron's the show
1: and his dad not uh, amused yeah my dad was
0: like oh, man I wish he I wish he didn't I wish he passed away later so he could have seen me at least do okay at comedy <laughs> or passed away sooner
1: no no I,
0: but man we. We went and did that show and we did to Boston and remember the um remember staying at Greg Greg Thibodeau's place up yeah. in Boston? Yeah. Coldest fucking night. Greg of Thibodeau my and, oh, really? and
1: Dan Sally.
0: And uh there's these comics in Boston and it was so fucking cold.
1: We had to put on like our jacket and all the sweaters we brought because they didn't have any blankets to give us. <laughs> they didn't, we didn't they think they, they didn't want to turn on the heat. He's right, he like, right. I don't
0: want to t- the heat. costs money, so I just have it on in my room. Well, let's talk about the DWP bill again. i
2: am telling you, man—it awesome. man, has real life effects. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to charge you guys DWP he when walked, you move in here.
0: He walked up to his, his bedroom and we go, "Hey, man, do you have any like pillows or blankets?" And he just goes, "Nope." And just keeps walking. And we were, like, freezing. So we ended up sleeping under his, like, laundry. Because we were so
1: fucking cold. Really? His dirty-ass laundry. Yeah, that's what we ended up sleeping and he under. And his
0: couch was one of those, like, wooden couches. Remember those wooden couches you see at, like, your grandma's where they tie the couch cushions on? Yeah, yeah, It's like yeah. a colonial like a- chair. Yeah, room. yeah.
1: So we, like... You couldn't even lay in that.
0: You So we had to, like, take the cushions off, put on the ground. And then we each covered each other in dirty laundry. <laughs> meanwhile we, i remember we did we pounded like four or five beers in a row oh yeah you just, had to get real drunk just, just to, to try out. and pass out oh right yeah and also pass, pass out enough where you won't wake up to go
1: pee <laughs> <laughs> but then it's i would wake line. up at 3 a.m 4 a.m pounding headache oh had yeah had to pee
0: like you just want water yeah, yeah you know and then but i remember like we just like and you know what honestly like where i'm at right now in comedy not that much different <laughs> like now i just bring my own blanket and pillow <laughs> but that's the stay, only just difference just to stay
1: humble you come over to my place sometimes and sleep under my dirty laundry, Yeah. and I really appreciate that about hey, you. Well,
2: it grounds
3: me.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, it's the glamorous
1: side of love. Alright, I have a question for you. I and mean, I've never asked this
2: because my, my podcast is about uh, horrible, horrible shows. Uh huh. Horrible, horrible shows. Somebody, I had a comic on here. I won't say I'll tell you who it was. Came on and started bragging about how good he did the other night and my listeners were like... <laughs> Nobody Why? wants. Nobody wants to hear. wants to, hear, like, uh, wants to hear no. Johnny home run. You know yeah.
0: what I mean? Yeah, we get it, man? We have a couple wins every <laughs> well, once in a while. Thank you for
1: booking me. I've literally never had a good show, so I am your perfect. I am Ryan your perfect devil.
0: He's a perfect no hitter. Really? Yeah.
2: What's your biggest swing and a miss? You think?
1: Oh man, God, there's such start? a such a
2: smorgasbord to <laughs> choose from. Or a swing and a miss.
1: I okay. I'll tell you the. I think the one that probably hurt most was when we had. We'd been out in L.A. maybe six months. Mm -hmm. And I thought, like, I was finally starting to, oh, I think I've got two. (laughs) <laughs> I'll, I'll tell one of me and one of, of Ron and I. Right. Okay. Well, yeah, well, I know with the move to L.A., there's always a gear shift. Yeah, you yeah. know, So it takes a few months. To and like... I did. And I felt like it was maybe six months and I felt like I had at least gotten into the first gear. Uh-huh. And I finally got booked on See You Next Tuesday. Oh, UCB. Which was at UCB which was the show after Comedy Death Ray, right. which felt like the stepping stone to Comedy Death Ray. Which Tuesday night. My ultimate goal in comedy at that point was to get on Comedy Death Ray. And That's Scott Ackerman's show, uh-huh. for yep. those of you and BJ Porter. And B- oh
2: yeah, they were still together. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So they were doing that, and, um, and which ran for like what six years, and was the quote unquote alternative comedy show. Yeah, it was like the uh, show. you had to, you know, anybody who was everybody got well, needed to get on that. So everybody who was anybody, I said that. <laughs> <the way>. um, <laughs> and I went up, and I practiced. I did so many open mics. I was thought it was just going to be great. I was like, this is my crowd out in Arizona they didn't get me cuz I'm like edgy I'm alternative <laughs> they didn't get me out that's why that's why I, that's why I, I wear do blazers do well. on stage yeah. <laughs> and it was just crickets really and then like and then I started going faster because that's what you do when, yeah, you when you're really bombing, bombing. Oh, you yeah. got to speed it up, up. you yeah, got to yeah. get through it and i remember towards the end like just tripping over my closer because even that my closer didn't give me kind of any like solace usually when you get your closer i go well, at least this will get them right right no i just plowed right through it <laughs> just ran off stage ran thank out you so the, much good night <laughs> ran out the back refused to even go like you you could go through the kitchen yeah ran out through that way and then just probably didn't show my face at ucb oh uh, i just went out the, out the door month.
2: and into the car yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I yeah and scenes. i was oh, and
1: like I I was also dating a girl who worked at UCB at the time, <laughs> and I and she was working that night, and I just bailed on her. I was supposed to hang <laughs> out until she got off work. I just fucking bailed. She got it. She works at a comedy theater. Yeah. She yeah, knew what yeah, she was man. in for. Well, that relationship in the last That's probably why. Um, and then the other one I was thinking of is when we did our first... A duo show our full duo show at ucb oh. with uh, and joe wagner now is this, uh, directed is this, it is this
2: indian casino
1: oh. type no no, no. Stuff? This, was UCB. this was like
2: no but are you taking your indian no, casino no no,
1: no. This We rewrote was... a whole show we it was like my first time that
0: was his, that it's was called my first time it's it directed by joe wagner i love joe wagner who uh you know he's like kind of been in the la scene and mm-hmm. We were, he he took we a shine he to us. us. Yeah, he was really sure. giving us a we got, bump. With, we made flyers with that had Photoshop, <laughs> you know, and uh, we got we really wrote. I we wrote the whole show. We had we cues, sold out months, audience, lights but,
1: and music cues, yeah. lights, music cues, videos. Wow. wow, months and months went into this. And, and our friends, our friends, Kale and James had just done. Uh, a duo show and it killed got yeah. more like I
0: gotten a big run really, there and so there's all these like kind of, there's all this like little jealousy not jealousy but like competitive oh you're a duo too no big oh. big yeah. jealousy yeah oh. so there's like and we and were so, so excited and and, and, Paul, and Paul Rust and Paul like
1: Rust and they they had just like had a killer duo show so we're like oh now it's time for our duo show Right. and
0: we we opened up and i remember like the opening went like really really well I remember the opening got a lot of laughs. Yeah. And then after that, just. Crickets. Really? In a sold out room. And, and when just you're in a,
1: h- a half hour, well written show. No real room. I real, wouldn't bro- say
0: well written. <laughs> okay. When you're in a half hour
1: written show. Written show. Um, <laughs> There's not a lot of room for improv. <laughs> right, right. Kind of have to. Plow when you're gonna, when you're a non-improv show, there's not a lot of room for improv. <laughs> and we didn't even like. I remember afterward, we both just looked at each other, and we didn't even ask UCB for like another show.
0: I went home that night, and that was the first time I ever did mushrooms. Oh, really? In the middle of a, in the middle of the night in a shitty North Hollywood apartment. Sorry, Ben and Rob but a shitty north hollywood apartment and man i just had the worst night of my life oh well, yeah hey. cuz i just had no and everybody went to bed cuz cuz like the mushrooms didn't hit right and then as soon as everyone went to bed i was by myself <laughs> and they just hit like a, like they're making up for lost time oh man just what and a then terrible time to do it it was the worst it was the it was like the worst night of my life <laughs> cuz it's amazing to go it it's really sucks when you like dare I say, drop your shoulder into something. Right. Put all the mustard on it. Can all we, we you title got? this
1: episode, drop, drop your, shoulder your shoulder into and it? it. Yeah.
0: And then you like, you do this thing and you're like, you work really hard at it. And it's not because you didn't, you fail, not because you didn't work hard. Right. But that's not the reason. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: just,
3: failed, you're just bad.
0: failed because it was bad. <laughs> yeah. right? And that's, that's a lot to come back from when you're <laughs> no, like, no, 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 I tried. <laughs>
3: I tried. I real, tried ah,
1: we did not sleep.
0: You know, how you say like you just tried your very best. I did, and it was fucking awful. <laughs>
3: oh, and so
0: that was like a real like. Uh, I think at then we just started doing more and more stuff on our own.
2: <laughs>
1: like, yeah, I think I think that's when we decided this this partnership is dead. Well, we, we
2: like that part in planes, and trains, and automobiles when <laughs> <laughs> Steve yeah, Martin's kind of separating of, himself from John Candy. Yeah, yeah, you're
0: you're John Candy by the way. Oh, okay, <laughs> uh, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Wait what?
1: Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I remember
0: that we would like go because we would go back to Phoenix every Um, when we moved. That we started a a monthly show at a place called the Paper Heart in downtown Phoenix mm -hmm. when we were there, and that was like where downtown Phoenix at the time was a little. I was like home where all the art kids hang out. Okay, and we used to do a show there. But it was like cool, but it, yeah, but sketchy. Sure. But we used to do a, a show there every month, and every month we did all new sketch, stand up, and mm. video. So it was this great like motivator for us, and we built a little scene and a following. And when we moved out here, we were like And
1: we would bring LA. We were like we gotta
0: do the show again. So we would always bring people back and we I mean we brought back people who were like,
1: like big names, not like Kyle Kinane. like Jonah Ray and Jessel
0: Martha Kelly and
1: like Henry Phillips and like all these people would just Chris come Fairbanks.
2: back with us. Everybody like, you mentioned has been on the show. Yeah, you know, basically, own like the road
0: stories lineup.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I yeah. was thinking. But I remember,
0: like, it was all it was, and there, like, everything worked. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I know, we were very loose. But man, we, when we got yeah, out to LA, we were always like so tight. I think we were way too concerned with what people thought. Just a great yeah. way to go on stage just yeah, to absolutely. be worried yeah. what people think yeah, about you. Absolutely. But yeah, it was a very like. I have I remember having friends who like I became really good friends with later who were like Oh yeah when you guys moved out here I hated you They'd <laughs> be like I like you guys now. Like you guys are really funny, but boy,
1: you guys are real bad. <laughs> I because we were not only were we trying real hard on stage to be liked, oh. we were also going out to every party, Tour. every bar, and just really trying to yeah. You know what Los Angeles doesn't people. like?
0: Eagerness. Yeah.
2: <laughs> It just doesn't look like it's got to come naturally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we we
0: failed pretty hard for a couple years, and then I feel like, and then I feel like after you just eat
2: shit for a while, you start figuring it out sooner or later. Yeah. Now when you you're talking about dying that horrible death in stand up now, I mean, don't you feel like? Because I remember back in the beginning when I would just die, it would just be like all I have is this material. I don't know why I'm. Miming a microphone yeah. when I have
1: when a microphone. Have if microphone. this was a video, if this was a video podcast, yeah. you would see him miming a microphone with a lighter. In my head, I was like, of- "Does
3: he realize he's doing that?" <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, but we just, all I had was my material, you know, and it's like, this is all I got. I'm going to, it's going to, if it's going to suck for 10, it's going to suck for 10. This is mm-hmm. all I got. But now, don't you feel like a freedom now? Like you can just yeah. like, if something goes south, you can just yeah comment on it and switch gears and the move The thing forward. I realized that was the most, the, the,
0: the thing I realized that really helped me as a performer, and just made me start enjoying stand-up again was when I realized, um, that none of it matters. That like I can have a great show. Chances mm. are, the next day people aren't going to remember my name for sure. Yeah, yeah, maybe they'll remember like Babcock or Cook or something. Right, and then then they'll remember a snippet of a bit. They'll remember like one funny like oh he said that one thing about the the Netflix thing and they'll yeah. butcher it. But like they don't remember anything for the mo- for the most part. Mm-hmm. Definitely a couple days later, forget about oh, it. Sure. So really like what you're doing in that moment in the long run doesn't matter. It's just an in the moment art form. Mm-hmm. And that for me was very like freeing. I was like, oh, I could do whatever because none of this fucking matters.
2: It is very much an in the moment art form, isn't
0: it? It unless it's being recorded. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's some hot road story shit that's going right, on right. like a uh, digital format. Right. No, I've I, You I, guys guess. MP3 in this or like you know, MP4 in it? Oh well, I might even you know? I might I even
1: listen even... to a, your album plug from there. Oh, Oh.
2: <laughs> and it kind of like a stand-up comedy album. Hold on, we'll transition for that in 40 seconds.
1: Tweet. Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like how you run a really loose tight ship.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it looks like nobody's driving it, but it's it's being driven. And you know how it looks cuz right now I can't remember what I was going to say. What did you just say? Uh, before, nothing before matters McKee? and nothing matters. Yes. And it's very freeing. Nothing matters. Yes, and that's what I tell all the MCs when they say, "How do you pronounce your last name yeah. Valeriano?" Which nobody white can pronounce. I don't know why white guys can't pronounce it, but uh, it does sound like a Marvel comic book character. Valeriano. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Be on my chest. I just, I say, I say the same thing. I go, it doesn't matter yeah. how it comes out, just sell it. I hate, my biggest pet <laughs> peeve is like when
0: like comics get pissed off at like an an MC like some fucking poor guy who's just starting out and nervous right and they fuck up and then their whole act is like can't even get my fucking name right and you're just <laughs> like just shut the fuck up and do your jokes
2: nothing said cuz uh, listen i've i was a person who's had his name butchered if i've been on stage a million times it's been butchered 900,994 it just it's all the it, and so and there's no way to not bitch out the MC without looking like an asshole for there fucking was, up your name.
0: There's one dude at the Brea Improv. I forget what I was doing a show there. But it was like this kid was like, hey, man, do you mind like screwing up my name on purpose? He's like, I kind of do it as just like I talk about my name a lot. And I was like, yeah, all right. And so I go up on stage and I bring him up and I screw up. I'm like, "Oh," this is and I screw up his name. And then he comes on stage and just shits on me for five minutes about how I was such like a white racist cracker and I can't even get his name right. And that was his like fucking thing. The whole thing is like, this motherfucking white guy can't get my name right. And I was like, the fuck, man? I was, like, doing you a solid. Like, I thought I was teeing you up. And here your whole bit is how I'm an asshole.
1: What's he going to do if he got, like, a Conan setter to the way? Hey, Conan, can you say my (laughs) name? My whole bit is just ripping on you. I was
0: so pissed. I was like, I don't even remember who that guy was. But Uh I remember I was like, that's a
1: dick move.
0: I love everything about that. Yeah, (laughs) And I was like, I'm a good MC. Took a lot of pride in having Do you remember
1: when we did the Las Vegas improv? oh my and god harris yeah and we with we, rocky Re, laporte rest in
2: peace yeah Harris, las vegas
1: yeah, yeah we, we won will. a contest we won Wait, a contest
2: at the, i used we, to do that i used to do that improv four times four weeks a year oh, oh really? wow yeah so all right well, we, so want a, all, we want. we won a contest at the tempe improv what
1: contest did you do it was the bud friedman star seekers, seekers competition at the Tempe Improv, yeah. we went up against the best and the brightest of the, of Phoenix, all comedy the Phoenix comedy scene. the Phoenix comedy—it was probably what twelve people. Yeah. on,
2: oh, I have a lot of uh, comic listeners in Phoenix. FYI, oh right? okay. I think you're all great. Uh, ahead, but
1: Dave. man, we
0: know we remember we like remember we went up against uh, Eddie Oliver and uh, his uh, Gollum. Yeah, and that killed. It just it was,
3: just cool. an this guy did of a
1: Gollum impression. Way past when it was still funny, but I didn't still just like went crazy for it. Sure. And uh, so we ended up winning. Forget, yeah. that. As, as a duo? As a duo. Okay. Yeah, which we, Bud Friedman thought was weird. You could tell he did not. He's like,
0: I guess we'll get him two hotel rooms. <laughs> yeah.
1: <he was laughs> which they did. It. All our friends came. Really great week of partying. Okay. Shows?
0: Oh, not good. No. But, uh,
1: yeah. I was thinking the the very, I can't even remember her name, but the first. The first night, I totally blanked on the feature acts.
0: Oh, um, name you was, don't have she to was, say it. She was a red-haired girl. I remember who. Yeah, I remember who it was. Yeah, I can't remember. Her name. It, but like,
2: wait, who was
1: it? Uh, I honestly, I'm blanking. Oh, okay, but I forgot her name. And then wait, so you guys
2: were MC as a
1: duo? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. So what I'm saying, and we were bringing her up. It was, it was, we used to, as a duo, we'd be like, okay, you say this, then I'll say this. Right. And then he said, so that like Ron was supposed to say <laughs> the first part oh God, and then I was man. supposed to say her name and I forgot her name and I just looked at Ron and Ron's like, huh? And then it was like a long pause. And then Ron just said her name. <laughs> And you yeah. could tell she came out and she was pissed right. that I forgot her name. And she was, was not nice, not nice to us the rest of the weekend. But she was just no, not a week. It was she, not even just a weekend. It's a weekend. No, it's like a week. It was yeah. Five, yeah, seven,
2: six nights a week. And yeah. they yeah. made
0: you go out afterwards and like
1: say hi to the audience. And oh,
2: that, that was cat-a-call. back then when
1: they made you do that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then the, you, they would have them buy like a t-shirt and And then they'd be like oh and the comics will sign it for you and then they would have rocky laporte sign it they'd be all excited then they would hand it to her to sign and then they would come to me and they'd be like you could tell they didn't want us to sign (laughs) it but they felt bad saying that and we we just wanted to hang a (laughs) sign we don't want to sign it either signing it (laughs) we know this isn't our people be here
0: oh and this was i mean this was really early on this was like that was like a maybe year or year and a yeah, half sure. yeah, doing comedy yeah yeah. And, yeah i mean we were like we didn't know what the fuck we were doing we were just excited to get in a hotel island. room in vegas for Seriously. the week all our friends came we used to come with every show
1: hungover like we were just right. like this is like uh, you know we thought it was amazing for the, like the first two days i'm like oh more than two days in vegas is way too long uh, way too long and we but we did love how you could eat in the employee commissary so we were, <laughs> did you, you, you used to do that? Oh, you yeah. We were so
0: excited about that. We oh, were so like, this we, is great.
1: Our big plan every night was to go out, get as hammered as we could after the show to try to forget. And then we would come back to the employee conversation, which is open 24 hours, yeah, yeah. and just eat our face off. We just had, had life bed. figured out. Oh, absolutely. We, we, we were awesome. like 25. Because oh.
0: we started at 24. Right. Is when we kind of like really kind of started.
2: Do you ever get into it? Like, I, a couple times I got. Because I would show up after going and play cards all night or whatever and, you know, been drinking or whatever and sit in that employee lounge. And you sit in civilian clothes while everybody's uh-huh. dressed like, have your yeah. I, I got vibed. Like, I got shit from security a couple of times. Like, sir, what are you doing in here? What do you give me your give me your ID? Why are you here? And like, I'd have to walk them out to the marquee. And like, Murray Valeriano on my driver's license. Yeah, I the- think they would get used think, to you would comics think, yeah. coming in there or at least. Give us a badge or something. You I'm know?
1: sure we got vibes, but we always went in so drunk. Yeah, we probably didn't even recognize. I, it. W-
0: I worked a couple of. What did I do? I did like the Starlight Casino before it Ooh, was torn down. No, no, no. It was the um, no, the Riviera. I did that oh the for Riv, a, sure. A week on my own. <laughs> That's an easy one to confuse. Oh, Starlight, the Starlight. Starlight. No, the the Riviera. That was the worst week, man. The Riv was. And it was just like by myself. It used to be
2: like. The shit in, like, the 70s uh, and 80s. All the, like,
0: I remember, all, like, the, the waitresses were all in, like, tuxedos with, like, neon on the walls. Like, it was, like, this 80s, like, stuck in the 80s yeah, club. absolutely. Meanwhile, deep in the 2000s. And they used to um, do a voice for the your opening. Mm-hmm. Like, coming to the stage. And they would, uh, but on the recorded voice, they, was my name Rob Babcock? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'd always have to try and get to the mic before I got to Rob Batcock. Right. So I'd be like, "Hey!" <laughs> He's like, "Sorry, we got your name wrong." And it would be like, "Are you ready to rumble?" And there's like seven people in the audience, yeah, all like having a contest to see who can sit farther away from the stage, and they're all winning. Just,
1: just in there because they're trying to take a break from losing money. Right. And you're the just, oh,
0: but then it was like a thousand bucks or whatever. Like, so I just was like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" I'm just I was just emceeing. I yeah.
1: Think.
2: didn't the improv used to do that too they had a pre-recorded to intro the mc and my name was wrong on it when i first started oh no and i was like and i and i like the first time i was there i went back and i talked to carl the manager who's great i love carl and i'm like hey man you you pronounced my name wrong on the show he's like oh no it's it's pre-recorded i'm like can't you can we get that fixed by tomorrow night Nah, the guy's out of town, so all week it was just here's your first comedian, Marty Valentine. And you're like, you're really excited,
0: like cause you're like, you know what? I'm playing Vegas this week. Yeah, I'm yeah. doing okay. And then Marty Valentine. <laughs> just walked out Not realizing to... that was a gift that you could I'm have. I'm not used doing the whole okay week. with this. Marty <laughs>
1: Valentine guy is doing great. <laughs> Come real... back and you're
0: then you start going by Marty V. <laughs> yeah. Really? That's, yeah, that's my new thing. <laughs>
2: real quick you're talking about uh introducing that, that guy who said Fuck up your name one time when i was there one t- uh, time bud friedman was in the audience and i was in the opening spot and the way it worked in vegas was the opener would do five mm-hmm. the middle would do 20 and then the opener would do 10 and then the headliner would come yeah it was on. like that mm-hmm. canadian style yeah yeah which is but which a lot of times if you're the opener that 10 minute spot was cake man
1: yeah you know yeah because after the yeah the, the middle had already yeah, the middle's doing really, all the work yeah. the middle's
2: doing what the opener should be doing so you just waltz out it's and a weird best 10 minutes yeah it's and, a it's a weird setup they carry you out on your shoulders or whatever but i, I must have been opening then because bud was in the audience and he's like murray would you bring me up on stage i want to make an announcement i'm like yeah sure of course Bud. but you know Coax me up there. Don't you know? Make it look like you're trying. <laughs> so I and Bud's a great. Guy. I've got nothing against Bud at all. I use a great guy. But I go up there and like I guess I love the feature left and I'm like, all right, guess what, everybody, get we got special a, guest. We have a special guest in here. I don't know if I can. Thank you, Murray. Like I didn't even. get I couldn't even get special guest out before he was up on the stage with the with the microphone. You, to the I know, there's
0: no did you ever have to bring up somebody to propose on stage?
2: No, but I was with Orny Adams one time, middling for him, and he did, and the woman said no. Oh uh, man. And kicked over a table. Yes, I just remembered. No, it was it was at the old Irvine Improv, I think, or Holy Brea Improv. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm gonna save that story how for many, when Orny's on back over here. How many times have we brought people up? Really,
0: to you do that post? dude, in Phoenix? I feel like it's like the go-to move. Really, I definitely yeah. like three times. Definitely three,
1: and it was when we were a duo. Like every time, yeah. And
0: the guy would be like, "Here we go to spur," and they would like luckily they all said yes, right? But also, we've seen a lot of comedians in Phoenix specifically proposed to their significant other from on stage. Wow, they're on stage. Every single person is now has ended up in divorce. (laughs) Uh, It is the death knell of your relationship (laughs) if you propose
1: at a comedy show. To be fair... Those relationships probably would have ended, yeah, okay. no matter where that person proposed.
3: I was always like,
0: Kid, how about you have one thing that's not about comedy? Yeah, seriously. You know? Oh, something that's just for you guys. Oh, it doesn't have to be shared with anybody. <laughs> I just for even, you.
2: I can't even get my wife to come to a show anymore. She's like, i seen it. I well, know. Let me know when you not got a new yet. hour.
0: My girlfriend came out to a show. She's very supportive. But mm. the one time she came out to a show, and just the look on her face was just like, just so like, <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs>
2: I'm like, oh, I got to start writing some more shit. (laughs) I remember the first time I tanked in front of my wife. The first time I tanked in front was just, and she had come out and seen a bunch of shows where I was doing really well. And I was just, it was in the belly room of the comedy store. And I don't know what happened. And I got off stage and she's like, what happened? (laughs) 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 Are you broken? I'm like, I I don't know. If I, if I, I, I knew. Yeah. Uh, that wouldn't have happened. Well, so why I don't did, know. Why didn't you stop? Why did you keep going? Oh <laughs> my God.
0: Everything you're saying is worse. That <laughs> uh, was
3: the worst. Uh.
2: But no, seriously, my wife is super supportive. What, she, she what's,
0: loves it. Yeah, once I my girlfriend, I did a, a show at the UCV Tournament of Nerds. It's uh-huh. like a really fun show where you like debate, and a lot of it's improv. And I I, I, I guess I was sick because the next day I was like horrifically ill. Sure. But I, it was one of the few times that I just blanked on stage. I forgot what i was going to talk oh, about wow. and it's like kind of like scripted but mostly improv and i, I just fucking ate it mm-hmm. and i felt i remember coming home and then she was like maybe you're just not good at improv and <laughs> it's like <laughs> the worst thing to say but it was just uh, uh keeps you grounded <laughs> yeah
2: absolutely that keeps you on. that's the one thing about this business man like when you think you're on top you're gonna get fucking smacked in the head yeah. like yeah. i feel like i've been doing I've, had, I've been on a run of really good sets lately. I just know I have some death coming. Oh, yeah. And hopefully it's not May 4th at the Jill Bucks Theater in Seattle. Tickets will be on sale later this week. Oh, um, that sounds delightful. Before I we get, get out of here, good. thank you so much for coming. And I know uh, we, this know is always Ryan, fun. This is such a fun podcast. Oh, thanks, to do. man. I know you're very are I feel like it's a
0: conversation right. where we have to be holding microphones. Yeah, you know? or mime one while you're holding Or mime a mic. Or mime a second <laughs> one. You, yeah. you remember when
2: he did that? Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Ron, tell us about it. You got a new album coming out? Yeah, I, my first one. Oh, your first one? Yeah. Awesome. I
0: know. I probably should have did it years ago, but I didn't. So. I just figured
2: with all the promotion, there must have been more than one. I, I have been
0: uh, dropping my shoulder. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Putting some mustard on it. Putting Put some, some mustard. mustard. It.
0: Yeah, first one. It's, uh comes out uh, Thursday, March 30th on Sure Thing Records on iTunes, wherever digital things are sold. Uh,
2: It came out last Thursday. It
0: came out last Thursday. Um, oh, I love these time portals. I we know.
2: Sorry, buddy. No, I can't right. get it up before then.
0: But it's uh yeah, go to Heyrod.com. It's been, up, it's been up for two days. It's been fucking you 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 know it, it's everywhere. Oh forget obviously. about
1: Obviously. Good luck. It's been getting at the coffee. top of the charts. Ever I mean, since they that, s- it's the
0: first album that's ever sold
1: out of a digital copy, you know? <laughs> and the person introing you has gotten a ton of press. I've never really seen know. a person introing a comedy album that's gotten so much press. Ryan yes. introed oh, me on actually, you know what?
0: When so during the recording, Ryan was like, hey, like I want to up for you. I've always wanted to intro somebody at CD. I was like, yes, of course. You are the one person that I want sure, so like, for me on stage. And Ryan basically had, I will say, definitely one of the best sets I've ever seen you do. <laughs> like to like just crushing. Really? And like just destroying. <laughs> and to the point where I was like, hey man, you wanna like fucking tone it down a little bit? <laughs> like, and he just—I could tell him, you know that thing you do where you're like, "I'll do one more," and, right, he, right. and I was
2: like,
1: "God damn it, Ryan!" <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, it was one of those audiences. It was so hard to be pulled away from. Right, like, right, I was right. like, I could do another hour. And and like, Ryan,
0: get <laughs> off <on> the stage. <laughs> But uh, it's but it's a it's a fun CD. I think it turned out pretty fun. That's hilarious. Yeah, What's it called? Good. This guy. This guy. And uh, I have a bunch of like sneak previews mm-hmm. on my website, heyron.com. Okay. So you check it out. Make sure you like it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, then pick
2: up a copy. Absolutely. And uh, there's
0: nice. So far, people have said some nice things. So hopefully, uh, you know. Okay, great. I'm sure nothing's gonna change, but it's nice to put something out there that you're proud of.
2: No, man, it is nice you to put I mean? something out there that you're proud of. And it's, it's no Marty V, but you know. Yeah, well, don't even try to begin. And the work now the 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 easy part's over. Now you got to do a new hour.
0: Yeah, actually I, it's been the best thing that's ever like cuz as soon as it's like I haven't done any of those jokes again. Right. And it's been really fun to just kind of just bomb a little with new stuff and you know he's not stuff. good at improv. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's been I don't know, I've really I've really enjoying the, the that. <sighs> it's taken me a while but I'm starting to enjoy it. How many do you have out now? I said no. I have one. I have one, but I'm working on the new hour, and it's just for well. For the, I also almost took almost like a year off right after it came out to watch my son. So there, I was just in town. There wasn't time to develop, but now I'm starting to get into where I'm going to be and where I'm at. So I'm having a lot of fun with that. Now. That's awesome. Yeah, I am. I'm looking forward to it. And where can we catch you, Ryan? Oh, you could catch him on the opening of
0: my stand-up comedy album.
2: <laughs> oh, that's him. Yes, i heard nothing but great things about that
1: guy. <laughs> Uh, i already got a development deal <laughs> yeah i know really happy for him. i'm just i'm uh introing all of comedy central <laughs> cds from here on out for the next two oh, years
0: <laughs> listen if you want to go to intro your cd that would be great as your as
2: your like credit i'm the guy yeah oh
1: that'd be awesome
2: uh we do need a need a don pardo for for comedy CDs. you know he had there a pretty go. good cd but the intro guy
1: sucked
3: yeah. <laughs>
1: Why don't we, yeah, I got a guy for you. Uh, no, I mean, I'm not really doing any shows right now. I'm just mainly, I work at the Late Late Show. Mm-hmm. So that's been taking up a lot all of time. All you do
0: time. is work. I, like, I, you have yeah, insane That's
1: what hours. happens when you get married. Yeah. Yeah. You got to work. Work, and then I go home to my wife so she doesn't divorce me. That's awesome. about it. Good job.
3: Well, thanks for Good coming. Good job. <laughs> thanks Thank for you. Uh,
2: my you. Uh, real real. All right, so May 4th, Seattle um i want to say jewel box theater i'm not i you know what tickets are should be on sale by the time you guys hear this so uh, you know i'm just gonna you heard it in the beginning i'm gonna go back and record the beginning not tonight you guys can go home cool. but later on before this drops there will be a hey this is murray these are my i remember that but part great. Be in great right yeah this part will stay in <laughs> oh absolutely <It'll, laughs> yes. know, this is a gold no as a matter of fact if you could announce the opening of this yeah oh oh yeah 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 all right that would be that would be awesome
1: Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> God.
2: Uh, so, you know, what? I'm just I'm going to I'm going to bypass that. You heard them all in the beginning. Um, all right, guys, thank you so much for coming over tonight. Hey, by the, the way, thank you is, for having this me. This was sponsored by uh, Sierra Nevada. This is a late night record. Um, you guys can come on and do it again and do it at our studio at All Things Comedy. It's really Ooh, nice. Oh, the fancy, to. Studio? fancy studio? The fancy
1: studio. Cool. To. Fancy
2: studio. Well,
0: listen, we're going to stay here because we rent this out now. Oh, that's right. I
2: forgot. Okay. I Sorry. forgot. So yeah. if you could get all the shit out of here, we really <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. The tenants are We're bitch. awful tenants. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. Check out these guys' stuff. Uh, see when they come to your town. They're very funny. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming on. Thank Thanks, you. Bye. You want to know about life on the road?
3: It's boos, tacos, angry gore, strippers waving guns And bees bees fights, cancel flights, running with the runs Blacklists,
0: bounce checks, great, a bachelorette <laughs> Drunks in the
1: front, making out for your set And middle acts doing blow more, missing merch and Drive the rental car past another mega church And juice keys, vagina fists, your cell phone is gone
3: One big law and order marathon